This episode of The Mom Voice is brought to you by Cure Hydration. Over the course of the podcast, you've heard us talk a lot about our journey to be a healthier, better version of ourselves. And you guys, what we love about Cure is that it's a clean, organic product. It's plant-based, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free. And if I'm being 100% honest, one of the things I love about Cure is that it's only 25 calories. Another fun feature of Cure is that they have their new subscribe to save program. That immediately saves you 20 to 28% and then add our code on top of that and you're combining your saving. So if you're looking to get some extra hydration in your day, go check out Cure. It's Cure, C-U-R-E, hydration.com. And then at checkout, enter code MOMVOICE for an additional 20% off your new subscribe to save service. Hey guys, welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 133. Okay, Lauren, I'm wearing a jumper, like a one-piece jumper right now. Yes, it's very cute. Um, No joke, it legit is taking me like 90 seconds in the bathroom to de-robe out of this thing to go (laughs) pee. I'm not even kidding. Like... I know, don't have any close calls or it might no. be trouble. I'm seriously wondering if I'm doing something wrong right. with how I have to maneuver to get out of this thing. Oh my god. Do gosh. you know what I'm saying? Because right. there's not a whole lot of bend up here up top. And yes. like getting my arm out of the whole situation and I'm stressed I'm going to stretch it and all of it. Like, yes, the things it's, we do for fashion. I, I know. The jumpers, the one pieces, I totally agree. Oh my gosh. How's your week been, Lauren? Oh, it's been good, you know, Ugh. just back at it. We're back. Just, we had a sexy episode last week, you I guys. know. We hope you guys liked it, appreciated it. I don't know, help. Whatever, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you found it useful. If you haven't listened to it yet, it was kind of a fun one to record. But we are talking about a more family-centered topic tonight. Yes. And it's actually something that I heard in Sunday school this past week like handout and all was involved. And I literally took a picture of it and I sent it to Lauren and I said, we need to talk about this on the podcast. This is such an interesting take on like family meetings. And I feel like we all have them to some degree, like whether or not you're calling it that, you know what I mean? But yeah, we're going to talk about four types of like family meetings that maybe you should be having in your house to help it run a little bit more smoothly. Right. And if you're not having it, I think it's really something important to think about and start. And I think we talked a little bit about this idea with Shawnee Pothier a few episodes back. Um, Actually, back at the beginning. It's been a while. It was like deliberate parenting. Intentional parenting. Intentional parenting. And I think this goes right hand in hand because I think when you absolutely stop and slow down and think about the priorities and the focus, and this kind of helps you do that, that's what's really going to matter most. Yeah. And so like getting out of survival mode and like, it's one of those like, we want to strive discussions, like trying to figure out like how you really can, yeah, optimize your family unit. So you want to just dive right in? Yeah. Let's, there's like four different styles that we're going to, we even made up our own names too, because I mean, yes, there's, I mean, you can call these whatever you want, but we kind of, okay, we're going to tag it this. (laughs) We had a little fun with the names. So like number one is the most general and probably 
I don't know. Well, probably not the most common, but the the most general. And that's just the broad family meeting. Right. Like everybody's involved. All the kids are there from oldest to baby. Everybody's there. I mean, did you grow up in your house having consistent family meetings? Yeah. As long as I can kind of think back, I'm second oldest of five. I can remember. And a lot of that even could have been I mean, sitting down and talking about the calendar, talking about our week, talking about things we need to work on, some focus, like refocus for the family. Yeah. And then a lot of times my parents also kind of had like a mini thought or a little lesson or idea for us too. But yeah, we did. Did you? I don't know if it was so much like, well, I guess, yeah, I guess we did have like family nights, but not so much like agenda driven or like it coming from like an organizational standpoint. And I do see how with life being so busy and like so many activities and so like, I, I literally know families who are in like four different schools. I mean, they're just spread out because of ages or right. different needs of a child or like whatever. I just feel like today in 2021, Life is just a little bit more complex. We've got so many different things going on at any given time. I don't I don't think it's a bad idea to maybe huddle up once a week and kind of say, okay, here's what's on the calendar. Here, if you're doing carpool, here's what to expect out of carpool. I'm gonna pick you up, you know, this week, I'm taking this week, like whatever. You know what I mean? Just to kind of give the children some expectation and some understanding of like what's on the plate. What's on the agenda? Well, and absolutely. Scheduling is huge. And I do think if COVID taught us anything, like our lives are overscheduled and too busy. And, you know, by all means, if anyone has the power to simplify, we probably all should a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I know that's easier said than done. With four moving kids going every direction and doing their own sports and their own church activities, it's crazy. Dare I say I'm now overscheduled because of COVID. (laughs) We shut down for so long. You're playing catch up. Yeah, we're like so anxious to do things. Things I just jumped on and I didn't like think of things as clearly as I should have. But yeah, I, I don't know. Going back to my childhood, though, I would say that a lot of this type of discussion happened around the dinner table. Right. And that's safe and a good time, too. Yes. And like to really kind of have those have those family discussions and like kind of check in with each other. And like, right. if one of your children is kind of going through something to let the other kids hear about it. Right. Right. And like, yes, it's important to really check in with them as parents. But I think also there's a lot to be said for when the siblings can help each other out oh, and like absolutely. be each other's advocates. Or, Some, you just know like I mean? that moral support of yeah. each other and or, knowing that we're all here for each other. Yeah. Absolutely. Or be happy for one another on totally. the other side. Like, hey, if you had something super awesome happen at school, like learn how to be happy for each other instead of always being competitive and always like let's be excited and let's build each other up. You know what I mean? No, I love that. I mean, a lot of times when we finally get to do a sit down dinner and it's not every night, but when we do, we, we, I know. And it's hard. It's hard. And you just making it happens huge. And maybe that's the time you do this, but we always like to talk about like our highs and our lows of the day. It's kind of like our hits and misses. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just fun to hear the kids perspectives. But I also think like I'm not against even implementing like, a new idea or new challenge or a new goal for the week or, you know, something that this family needs to work on. Like I can like literally remember my mom telling us as kids, do you think, what what was her words? But like pretty much about the trash. Like, do you think 
that the, the, the floor is the garbage can. <laughs> you need to pick up your trash. You need to throw it in the trash can. You need to pick up after yourself. Yeah. Help me out. Yeah. And it's so funny because I deal with that yes. with the fruit snack wrappers all over and the crinkled up papers and the crafts they cut all over the floor and then left it there. I'm like, for real? So I do think like it's a great time to address a need or something to fix, but then also to like set a goal or a challenge or something to work for. Well, and it goes back to some of our like, man, I wish I could recall the parenting episodes where we've talked about like critiquing our kids. Like there's a time and a place to be an effective parent essentially and reacting to the situation is not always the best like in the moment when you're heated like coming down on them hard sometimes you're going to get a lot better results when you're calm and like you're in a happy place and having dinner and you address it coming from like a loving place and why mom needs help and like why we have (laughs) the rules that we do instead of just like barking and criticizing and like being mean about it because a lot of kids just shut down like I know I do a lot of times totally if I'm getting like beat down upon like I just shut down so it kind of goes back to that kind of concept um I love that though of kind of using things for critique and I have even thought it would be fun if like you find yourself like lacking and things to talk about as a family Come up with some questions and like literally have little cards that the kids can pull. You know what I mean? Like get creative, make a game out of it. And yeah, but I love this idea of like carving out 20 minutes out of your week, coming together, sitting in the same room, having that family meeting and just touching base. Absolutely. So good. So important. Okay. The second one is the couple council. Yes. Lauren, what's the couple council? The couple council is also to check in with each other as with our spouse and our partner and making sure things are good with each other. I mean, hopefully you don't have to go to marriage counseling, but marriage counseling is beneficial to everyone. You know, hopefully, I mean, you don't have to pay for it. So why not counsel each other and try to take time to be like, you know, focus on things together. And I, we, we laughed, we loved this question that was written down. Um, Do you need more time um, closeness this week? Or do you need more like alone time this week? (laughs) (laughs) And I thought that was so appropriate because there are some weeks where it's like, honey, I need a girl's night. Peace out. Yeah. And then there's other times when you're like craving time with them i haven't seen you all week like let's have a night let's have a date in bed like come on let's put on a movie let's prioritize yes and so i love that it's like refocusing on each other and just checking in i love that and then also i think it's important in regards to like intentional parenting to use this time like as a couple to talk about and your children's needs. So like, I know a lot of times as moms, we clue into things and we hear things and we pick up on things that maybe our spouse is not aware of. He doesn't know what's going on. Like I know, for example, my Kate, she's about to be nine and I'm starting to see little changes like maturity like she's starting to kind of change into like a little woman and like you know have questions about some things nothing crazy but like she's not a little bitty girl anymore I know you know what I mean and so I have found myself having to go to Jeremy and be like hey just FYI like Kate's kind of obsessed with sports bras at the moment. Like, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> like, she is. She totally Evelyn is. Evelyn told me too. I know. It's so <laughs> funny. It's so cute and it's so funny. But like, I think like 
just being on the same page of like where your kids are at and what your kids are struggling with. And more importantly, if you have chosen to like parent a certain issue, making sure you're on the same page of how you're going to follow through with that. Totally. To where you don't sabotage each other. Right. And this can start as early as sleep training those newborns. <laughs> right. Just like right. get on the same page Being about what you're page. doing. I think is so, so vital to the success. And I think sometimes at the end of the day, just either uh, even as mothers when we're just stuck with the kids all day, you just kind of want an ear to listen. And like, oh, so yeah. you can vent about, oh my gosh, this happened at the store. And then he dropped this and it was so embarrassing. Or hey, she just said this to me. It really upset me and I feel like I'm failing in this area. What should I do? Like, it's just like kind of, you know, just having that time to like restore the day and like feel like an adult and a normal person and someone's listening to you and hearing you out and, you know, helping validate your feelings. It goes back to communication. Right. Like communicating, even if you have to like carve that time out, we know more than anybody, like we're podcasting, super late at night right now. Like we know how busy life is. And sometimes you do, you have to literally carve out that time to just talk with your spouse. Absolutely. Um, Okay. The next type of meeting that we had seen is the child checkup. So good. Explain what this is, Lauren. Yes, this is mom and dad sitting down with one of the children and one at a time. So I have four kids and and maybe you want to do something. Maybe you want to take them to ice cream. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. just pulling them into the front room and sitting down with them and asking the questions and checking in and hearing about their day from them and having that like, you know, face-to-face, alone time, giving them the attention away from the siblings and being able to hear from them and making them feel special and loved. Yeah. I love that because, I mean, I only came from two siblings, and so I I do feel like I got a lot of that attention from my parents, but I can see even having three kids closer together like I do, that one-on-one time with both of us kind of rarely happens now. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we try to kind of have that every night before, like when we're putting them to bed, we'll try to both be in there to like, you know, talk a little, like a minute or two about their day and like settle them down a little, say a prayer or something. But like, I think it would be so cool and so special. This is one I need to be so much better about is getting them together with Jeremy and I Mm one-on-one and like really asking questions and listening and like knowing what's going on in their life. For sure. You know what I mean? No. When you hear a little child's perspective of like things that matter to them or things that were like scary or stressful, like it's funny because Emmett was telling me today how he had to stay in his classroom and finish out a test and then he had to walk over to PE alone with like two kids and they couldn't get into the gym and they were locked out and they were kind of scared and they didn't know if they where they were how to get in and they thought they'd get lost and left behind for lunch and so it's just I mean and it's just like a little example but it's like it's good to hear them and let them express their their feelings in their day and feel heard and feel you know again as well validated and oh yeah that is scary but you found your way good job did you take the girls in there good you made it to lunch you're fine you know and just the little things and 
It's so funny because I was telling Sarah, I got the kids gizmos for their birthday. They're the little phone watches that they get to, you know, call only like the two or three numbers I put in. And so I'm in there and Evelyn is just giving me a play by play of her day <laughs> through emojis and like little, t- I can't talk starting my math test. Oh my Mom, gosh. I'm reading Babysitter's Club book. You'll like this one. Oh my Mom. And it's so funny. Lauren. And I'm like laughing because you're normally so separated for so many hours. And so she is just giving me the play by play. And I'm like, Evelyn, you got to stop doing this. This oh is too gosh. much. Your teacher's going to get mad. But again, you can just appreciate their little perspective of their world. And, and that she's thinking of you. Yes. And yes. That and that you're that she on wa- her mind. Right. That she wants to be talking to me Girl, all day. That's so sweet. <laughs> Emmett, not so much. I'll te- I, I, met, I sent him one message and he left the sound on today. And he was like, Mom, you beeped uh, me and it beeped in my class. And I was like, okay, turn it oh off. My- I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> that's so, I'm going to get in trouble. That's so cute. Well, I do want to read some of the little like prompts. Yeah, the questions. That's, yeah. That they have on this one. Because I think, even for me, this is one that I don't do a lot and that I could do a lot better on. So I thought these were kind of helpful. But it said something, and these are kind of funny. I would almost be entertained by some of the responses that I would get from my eight and six-year-old and especially my four-year-old. But what's made you happy this week? Mm-hmm. And see what they say. Have you been struggling with anything? What's going on? Like, how's the, how are things going? What's the nicest thing you did for somebody else? Mm-hmm. That's one of those like deep ones that yes. they have to sit and think A about. challenge, you right? I mean? A challenge. And then they say, how can we help you feel more loved and important? That's big. Oh, that's big. And that those are big words. Like, I hope they could, like, yeah. comprehend that. Yeah. But, like, especially young ones. But yeah. but then also, I don't know, man. Like, my, my 11-year-old t- might have a lot to say about that to me. Like, well, you could do this, this, and this, and this, and this. <laughs> right off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking. Just thinking about it. Oh, my gosh. But I would honestly, like... Be so interested to see what yeah, they had to but say. But isn't that the truth? Isn't that funny? And oh, it's man. again, kids surprise you, mm-hmm. and they could say little gems of truth, and you're just like, yes, we need to record these. Oh my gosh! Okay, maybe I'm doing something right, or it's like I'm struggling because Bobby has a switch and I don't, and I was really sad about it, and I wanted a switch, and I cried at recess. Like you have no <laughs> idea what they're gonna, you're gonna be like. Uh huh. Okay. Oh well, Bobby's gosh. cool. Next, yeah. right? Bobby's cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're just. It's oh so my gosh, funny. That is so funny. Okay. Well, the last little family type of meeting that we're going to suggest here is the one-on-one time. Yes. So this one is a little bit like the one we just talked about, the child checkup, but the one-on-one is like one parent, one child. Yeah. So it's really that focus time where you're really getting to like dig deep. And dare I say like... I mean, do you feel like your dog? I feel like Kate would open up a lot more to me than one on one with her dad. I agree with that, but I was almost they're going to say, I suggest doing the opposite genders Mm. because my daughter is more prone to talking to me. So I think it would work wonders for their relationship to spend that alone time and make kind of force that. Not that it's forced and not that it's like bad, but it's like, yes, if Evelyn has a problem, she's much more prone to going to me. And one or two of my boys are more like, and there's some more prone to going to him. So I think kind of switching the roles is going to strengthen those relationships, right? And we've talked so much about how... Specifically with our daughters, we just want them to have like 
a really good self-confidence and like feel really good about who they are and, you know, confident in themselves and how so much of that I personally think goes back to dad, their father, yes, my father. I mean, like there is just something to be said for that validation from your dad. Right. You know what I mean? That closeness and that bond. I yeah, absolutely build some sort of like it's like some subconscious right. thing. I don't know. Knowing yes, that you're you know, you're of good worth and beautiful and valid and strong and and dads helps instill that in girls, I, I think. Know. And, and it's I huge. think some men it comes more naturally than absolutely, others. Absolutely. Right. Um and so I mean maybe just be aware of that. Like if that's something that, you know, your child's father already does, that's incredible. But if they don't, like, maybe encourage that. Mm-hmm. Like Lauren said, like, and I don't know. I mean, I would say monthly is ideal, like, to do, like, a monthly check-in or, like, take them to breakfast, take them to McDonald's breakfast or, like, just do something, go to the grocery store together. Like, you know, just carve out, like, an errand to do one-on-one time with. And I loved that idea we talked about um, in one of our past episodes, even I really, really, really want to do this and my week is already getting filled up, but I'm going to have to find a way. But pulling like maybe every Monday, one of the kids out for lunch at school. I love that. And getting that one-on-one FaceTime. They feel special. They get to leave the campus and go grab a, you know, $2 chicken nuggets. It doesn't have to be a big thing, but the fact that they get that time with you and that they feel so special, they get a little treat. It's exciting. And they get to be with you alone and, and have that time to talk. Like that is always going to be with them too. Oh, like remember the memory, the memory of being pulled for lunch with mom is like next level Yes, or dad. I mean, yes. wow, that would be incredible. Yes. Like lifelong impact. Yep. Oh my gosh. I do love that idea. I know. I my, have to find a day that I can make that I work because I really, really want to do that. And so you're saying like you have four children. So I like each think, Monday you yes, just rotate yes, it out. Every month they get a so day smart. out. A, a day out for and again, you could just do a few dollars at McDonald's and it doesn't have to be like oh an expense yeah. or something wild or even pack a lunch and go sit at the park with them real quick or just out somewhere close by. So But I, be intentional about oh, the time. It's, yes. And I and think like, they yeah. would feel so special. Oh, I love that idea. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope this was helpful. I I want to personally be a little bit more intentional about these things and not let my life run me. I want to run my life, you guys. I'm going to be in control. I don't want to just feel like I'm running around crazy all the time. Well said. I think that's exactly what we need to focus on. We are in charge of our own life. We're in charge of our day. And I can feel the same way where I just feel batty. I just am like, can't even keep things straight. And I'm running from one way to the next in the house and all the things, dinner, all the things to get together. But honestly, at the end of the day, none of that matters. I mean, Mm -hmm. if we're failing as a household and as a family, like that's the number one. And so it's taking the time to prioritize and check in with these things and make sure nothing's falling through the cracks. They feel loved. They feel heard. They feel, you know, special. That's all that matters. And I like that a lot of it requires like teamwork, yeah. like the family meeting, like you're, we're all on the same team here. We right. all want everybody to succeed. Like right. if somebody's having a problem, let's all talk about it. Let's totally. be supportive. Let's build each other up. If somebody's had a win and if somebody is like 
thriving and crushing it. Like, let's all be happy because I feel like today it's equally as hard to be happy for somebody like between like jealousies and insecurities and like all of that. If we can teach our children how to be genuinely happy for other people, like we're doing them such a service on how to be a good friend, how to be a good spouse, how to just be like a good neighbor and human. You know what I mean? Right. And so I just love that. And then obviously coming together as like a couple and like refocusing and like you know, being in the same direction. I mean, yes, as a family unit, I mean, we're stuck together forever. And I want to create those bonds that are going to last and build upon each other. And I think being able to focus one-on-one and then as like a unified, you know, family and supporting each other, I mean, it's going to pay it forward forever. Do you know what I think about sometimes? What? That show Parenthood. Right, right. I don't know why sometimes I think about those scenes where they're outside eating family dinner. Oh, yeah. And I just want that. Totally. I want my kids, like, sure, it was a little dysfunctional at times, but, like, they all loved each other, and they support each other, and they all came together at the dinner table at the end of the day. And I just thought, I have that little picture in my head sometimes, and I'm like... Well, that's what I want. Well, isn't every family really dysfunctional in some oh, way? Oh, sure. We and all so are. it's like trying to just normalize the dysfunction and keep it together. Yeah. Through the, keep through it the, controlled. Let's keep try the chaos to keep controlled. it together because as we grow up and they grow up, you're just like, oh, come on, let's stay together. You we're just all want just, that. We're trying our best. We're all just trying to navigate it the best we can. Um, Parenthood is a great throwback because that's just one of the best shows. And I if need you, to go rewatch yeah, it. Yeah, you guys, if you haven't seen it, go watch it on Netflix. But you were telling me about a show that you've been watching that you really like. Oh my gosh, how did I not talk I about know, this? You, you had to tell me. What, tell okay, me about it. I just started Nine Perfect Strangers. I've seen the... Um, it's on Hulu. Commercials. Yes. Yeah. It's got Nicole Kidman, Melissa McCarthy. Is right? that how you say mm-hmm. it? And it's just such an interesting concept. It's so interesting. Is it therapy? Like a rehab? So it's like, it takes these like nine perfect strangers. You have like your Instagram influencer couple. You have Melissa McCarthy is like a famous novelist. She's like famous in the in the show. Um, you have like an ex-football player who's like hurt and injured. Anyway, you have like this myriad of people. And they all go to this wellness retreat like off the grid in northern california no phones no access to anything they pretty much like turn over their lives to these people for like a few weeks and nicole kidman is like the lady behind it all and she's very mysterious she's russian she like has this whole methodology I think to like break you down in order to build you up but you kind of get the sense that there's something sinister going on you know what I'm and saying was she gonna kill them all I don't know but I there's feel like something there's going something on. going on interesting like she has these helpers like people who work there at the place and like there's this one point where Nicole's like swimming in the pool and she's getting these like threatening messages text, mes- text messages on her phone and then she like goes up to the guy who works there and she's like copping a feel like she's getting way too comfortable with him while talking about his girlfriend and like I don't know it's just very very interesting the whole thing very you have to keep me posted very 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 suspicious it's oh you know who's in it the guy who plays Gaston that is such a cutie 
Um, yes. What I is know his name? name? It's Luke Evans. Yes, Luke Evans. He's in it, and he's such a doll. Does he have an accent in it? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, he does. Yeah. He, he, I mean, does. he's British, I think. Yeah, it's really oh, intriguing. Yeah. I think it's a, it's adapted from a novel. I want to go read that. Well, Nicole, I feel like anything Nicole's in is very yeah, saucy and dark. Yeah. I feel like that's the only way she's gone for a long time. She's very mysterious. Yeah. She's, in her real life, too. Yeah, too. she is. She just has that mystique about her. Yeah, but it's like Keith Urban, who's like all American. So it's like, like or all Australian. <laughs> <laughs> I get where you were going You're, with that. Yeah, you know what I mean. But just this like, this is like country star and my tats, where she is just so different. She's but so they work, unique. I guess. Totally. So yeah, go check it out. It's not one that you can binge as of right now when we're recording. I think only four episodes are out. And so I've only been able to watch that far. It's so annoying. Like when you're on a streaming service, why don't they just put them all out? I agree. But I actually Ew. was about to say there's something I can appreciate no, about that. I'm Because then you that. have something to look forward to. Oh, I you don't want even the care. mystery. You're I want excited. to know. I want instant gratification. I know. They've ruined us. They've ruined us. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. No joke. I'm so glad you brought that up because I've been dying to talk about it for yeah, weeks now. Yeah, I know. I need to, job, I need to get on that. That's so good. Okay, well, let's do our hits and misses. What was your hit of the week? My hit, you guys. I think I've like touched on this like a time or two now, but it is official and I am signed up for the half marathon in February. Oh and my I'm gosh. literally like crapping my pants. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I can like validate that. She totally is. But I am girl, like, oh my God. You've been crushing it though. You told me you well, ran a mile. Uh, well, okay. So that's the thing, guys. I'm starting at zero. Like I really am. I am not. A runner. You're gonna I'm not. Crush it. No, Sarah, don't even give me those eyes. I'm not. Like, there's a lot of things I can do, but a running is Lauren. just one of them that has literally paralyzed me since I was like 12. You can do anything you set your mind. I know, and that is the only reason I'm doing this. I am going to just do one of those yeah. like. Rudy stories. I, yeah, yes. Yeah. I, I'm going to be the comeback kid. She's I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. Rise from the ashes yeah. of running. The phoenix. And I'm going to make this happen somehow. No, so but tell me, hold on. Like, I'm so clueless. Tell me what a half marathon is. What does that equate it's to? 13.1 miles. 13 miles? 13 miles. In one go? In one go. And no if you're breaks? like, and no, well, and that's the thing. My sisters, so I'm signed up with my four sisters. <gasps> and they're like, you can walk if you have to. But then I'm like, no, but I don't want to. You'll like, be there all day. Yeah. Well, no. So like Emily, my one sister did it like two years ago. And her goal is to go under two hours. But that's 13 miles. And that's decent timing. But that is running for two hours straight and you're not <gasps> stopping. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like for us non-runners, you're like, you're running for two hours straight. That sounds like hell Thank to you. me. Thank you. I don't think I really understood. No, it's thirteen point one miles. And Lauren. like, and I, I am gonna try to do decent. I'm um, not just gonna say, oh well, I'll do my best till I get there, and then I'll just walk. Do if I, I have need to, to have the car where I can? Yeah, like, you're sneak gonna you. need to like have the golf you can cart just jump cruising in. next to me and throwing things at me, and then like just give me a ride <laughs> the last half five miles because I will probably collapse. Oh no, my gosh. no, my goal is to legit like try my best. I do. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna even put a time out there because I probably will not accomplish anything realistic. But 
I do want to like try my best. I don't want to be like, oh, well, I'll just try and then walk if I get tired. Like, I really want to try to run the whole thing, but that is like terrifying. Wow. It's terrifying to me. So that's what I'm saying. I'm starting at zero and I literally ran a mile and ran it and didn't stop. And my goal is to like run a mile every day for like the next two or three weeks. Now, realistically, when people train for marathons or half marathons, they only do like a three month run program. And it's like, you start with like a mile and two miles and three miles. And then you do a five mile run like every weekend. And then you do a eight mile run oh my and then gosh. you do a 10 mile run. Are you and then doing you do, that? So, 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 well, you, ha- you kind of have to, to train. So I will do that. But like that officially doesn't start till October. I'm literally starting now because I'm like that far behind. Wait a minute. You mean you're telling me you're going to be doing like five mile runs on the weekend? Yes, Lauren, if I want to do a half. You're going to crush it. I only hope so. You're going to be so toned and I've, cellulite free. I hope. I oh, have no clue. I'm like a little nervous for you right I, now. I am nervous. I have a pit in my stomach every time I talk about it. Oh my god! But that's why I'm literally starting now. I don't think my sisters are actually going to like train till like October. Are they nervous? Um... Or have they My all older done sister it? Katie is nervous, but um, she's nervous. And then Emily's done it once, and I think she's gonna push herself to do under two hours. Like even if it's a minute or two, she just wants to be under the two hour mark. Wow. And then my sister, my youngest sister, her husband's a runner, so she's gonna try to push herself and do her best. And then my other sister Allie, she's very active. She does the Peloton and stuff like that. But she also jokes like, "I'm not a runner. This is gonna be hard." But oh I don't know. Gosh. So we'll see. I think me and my oldest sister will have a hard time, but actually, crazy enough, my dad signed up too. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So I just wonder people talk about the runner's high. Yeah. And they do. You do hit a point where where, it's just your legs are moving and you're fine. Right. You're in like autopilot and you can just do it. And I guess you can just keep going. Have and you I, ever felt I've that? I've never been that never. way in my whole Me life. Either. Never. Like, I am fighting for every step of, like, two miles. My whole life. Like, yeah. and, and even, like, in seventh grade, we'd have to do the mile club. And I remember literally being, like, one of the last five or six kids every time. And I'm trying my best. And I'm doing it as a 12-year-old when you're supposed to be, like, so fast. Mm-hmm. But I've never been fast. Oh, either. Ever. It never. And, and then add in, like, a long-distance factor to that and multiple. It's, I mean, it is is really intimidating. I mean, have you like read about this? Is it like a rhythm thing where like you're in a rhythm or like what is the method? Well, there's like, a rhythm, but but not really because if a you're a speed technique? factor, there's definitely breathing that goes into running, but like it's a conditioning. And if you're training yourself at the right speed, you can get to 10 miles and like be there and you can do that. Like I remember wow. Emily kind of blew my mind. I will admit she really, my sister, cause she was like, okay, I'm at the gym. And she would tell me I ran two miles today. Okay. I ran two miles today. And the next thing I know, she's like, I ran five miles today. I go, you ran five miles today. She's like, yeah. And then she's like, next thing she's like, I have to do a seven mile run this weekend. She did a seven mile. And I was like, and then, you know, oh, it's my one. And a lot of times with it, they only do like one or two, like big 10 mile, 13 mile runs right at the end, just to like, and I remember like she did. And I was like, I cannot believe you ran 10 miles today. That's crazy. And then she did. And I was so sad. I missed her run because I was in Hawaii, but like, I probably like, I that, can already like I almost already get teary eyed that if I can accomplish the like the idea of running across the finish line and not stopping like the, the high of that and the emotion for me specifically will probably be out of control. My it mouth will be is crazy. open right now. Yeah, I know. So the question is, if you accomplish this, what are you going to gift yourself? 
Have That's you thought a good about question. this? No, I have thought about I it. I hope you've thought about this. Okay. Well, I'll 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 you give you some ideas. I'll give you some ideas of what I was thinking. Yeah. But um but I know you know you, but you know people that run real marathons are running 26 miles. 26 miles. But those are like next level people. Those are freaks. Yeah. Like you are a freak of nature in a good way. In a but good, like a in freak the very, of nature. Like the I very can't believe people way. in the very best way you are a freak of nature. Like oh I can't believe people do it for fun. And that's or want purely to. our or, jealousy. Or even speaking. pay to do it. I'm paying to torture myself. <laughs> I paid a hundred bucks to do this. $100. What? A hundred dollars to do this to myself, you guys. Yes. So there you go. Oh my God. There you go. I hope you have a really good gift in mind though. You think about it. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. What are we on? Hits? Your hit. My hit. My hit is really boring compared to that. But my hit is that I feel like we're in a good groove with homework at my house. Oh, good. Because for a quick minute... It was straight chaotic, and I was pulling teeth, and when they got home, they're wanting to watch TV, and before I know it, it's time to have dinner and go to bed, and then we're pulling out the homework, oh, and it's I just know. a nightmare. It is. So I have locked it down, guys. When Good. they walk in the door, we sit our butts at the table, and we get her done. Right Good then. for you. Right then, and they know ish is not happening until yeah. the homework fun done. no fun no fun no tv nothing's happening until the agenda is signed i have to sign my part because you guys i got like a mean stamp a couple of times because i didn't sign the folder oh, okay yeah i'm yeah. like no don't put that on me children <laughs> that is your responsibility tell me to what to you sign bring yeah, me the bring folder me. and i will sign it, it totally like you step up i've got enough to do around here right i can uh, how long oh does Kate take thirty or for third grade? How much? How long does her homework? You know, take? it kind of varies, but I would say maybe 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. If if it's a if it's a a hard day, I mean, she really only has like six math problems. They're word problems, though. At this oh, point, yeah. So she's having to like really read and think and draw out because they want to do these diagram things and all this crap and then the teacher wants like a written out sentence explaining the answer and so that kind of takes some thinking to like think through how to write it out what about your kids oh my third graders it's been a big jump this year i mean they're doing like 30 to 45 minutes every day in what across subjects or just yes all subjects subjects. it's and they have a page of math like the top is like subtraction and the bottom is multiplication and i'm not joking they probably have 30 of each oh wow 30 subtraction 30 multiplication but is it just drills and like and it's you're just supposed memory. to time it yeah but yeah memory yeah. you're supposed to time it but they have to complete it no matter what and then they have um like so a see, language yeah and then they have spelling words and then they have like a um a cl- another math like time they were doing time like time mm-hmm. clocks and mm-hmm. stuff so but oh, man it's kind of been rough i'll admit see that's lately. where i think our schools differ a little because i think i was raised by doing drills like math is just repetition and repeat right. and like right. rinse repeat you do it do it do it do it do it and you start to learn that eight times two is 16 like you you know like it's Absolutely just a drill right this is not how my Kate's learning. She, they have her learning like very abstract methods where literally I'm having to like look at the book. And right. Be like, I, I have to uh, learn myself. Totally. I don't understand what they're no, telling me I to know. do. I know. But I can also see it working in yes. some ways. Right. Like, of course. Because it, it makes her think of it in ways 
that I guess it it works. And so I don't know. But I have said to Jeremy, we need to drill her like on the side on the weekends or whatever. She needs to be doing flashcards and totally. just like learning her facts, the facts, the math facts, because totally. I do think there's totally something to be said for that. But yeah, anyway, homework is good job a thing. And I feel like right now today, we're in a good groove. Good and job. I can appreciate that. Okay, what's your miss? My miss is tale as old as time. And it's like, (laughs) as of this moment, I know by the time this airs, I'm going to be back on track, but it's just my diet. I just kind of like, amen, girl, throwing the towel in, but like the last like (sighs) 10 days, I've just been like off. Like, I don't, I don't really care right now. And I do need to pick it up. And I know like I'm about to go into this training mode and I want to be better and I want to get in shape and all these things. So I am ready to turn it on, but I have just been so crappy. But like, does that work in your favor or against you? Like, do you feel like, oh, I can kind of be bad right now because I know I'm going to be running or. Right. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I think with anything, like, or it's just like, I think I had vacationed and like trips and. And I had just been on, on, on. And then I just like got off and I just I don't want to get back on. I'm, I'm just like, unmotivated. turn it back on. Yeah. I just need to need to refocus. But I'm also like, nah. I, know. I know. So I think because I know like I'm literally shifting into the training like right now that I'm like, okay, let's be better. Let all this running benefit me. Let me lose some weight. Let me get in good shape. Like this is huge. This is like once in a lifetime. So I'm like, I awesome. got to be smart about it. And so need to I want up to. Liz Jones and do macros or something. Yeah, no, exactly. Start doing macros I want to. again. Exactly. Go listen to our Pojo episode yes, for ideas about on macros. how to get inspired to work out at home. And I know it's annoying to say that. And we actually haven't talked about like weight or diets in the last few months, honestly. Mm-mm. So I guess I'm just being realistic. Like yeah. I'm off the rat wagon and it happens. You and guys I just, know we, we, we got to get go back in on these phases. I, know. I feel like we're honest about that. On For here. sure. Well, mine is you guys like I'm just embarrassed at this point to say this. I lost my credit card again. I think I literally said this mess a few weeks ago, maybe last month. I just cannot even believe we finally got the replacement cards in, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm not kidding. Oh. I I <laughs> used the card twice, Lauren, twice, and it's already gone. I've lost it. Poof, gone. I have oh, no idea. I hate that. We've already had to cancel it again. Right. And I know. New I'm cards. so sorry. Like, what is wrong with my brain? I literally called her last night, and I'm like, "What the hell's wrong with me?" No, and I know, and I said, "I know the feeling. I know. I've have felt like I've lost things in the last few no, weeks, but there's and like it's the worst. no feeling as frustrating as I this. know to I do know. it again. again. It's like I know. It's like you've literally said to yourself. Sarah, you're going to be so much better. You're going to put the card in the wallet in the purse where it goes. Yes. And then somehow it gets lost. And you guys, I literally tore my house apart last night. I called every store I've been to. I called the gas station. I called Sam's Club. I called all the, I, I called everybody. Nobody has my card. It's not in my car anywhere. There's been no charges on it. So I don't think it's been stolen, which makes me think, I've left it like in some place that it's safe and I could find it. Here's the worst part of all of it, which I told Lauren. The card that has been lost for about two months now, which I told you about last time, as I'm looking for the the new card, <laughs> no joke. I'm sorry. As girl. I'm looking for the new card, out of nowhere, legit it appears out of thin air, I find the old card. 
girl. Oh. And you know, how, and, and just guess where I found it? Right under the driver's seat of oh my, my car. Gosh, right. And I swear right to everything that I had looked there like 19,000 times. I'm not even kidding. Oh my God. I don't even just know tricks. how it got lodged out of somewhere. Something moved. I'm just like mad about the whole situation at <sighs> myself. I'm sorry. Like literally pissed at myself. I know. There's no worse feeling. There really isn't. I'm sorry. There's really no worse feeling. Ugh. Like I need to freaking glue it to my body or something. Yeah, right. Well, Ugh. use that Wally case. I know. Freak. Those Wally cases are great with a wallet pocket, guys. Be sure to check them out. No, but I'm dead serious. I'm almost debating like using my phone now, like switching to like digital, like Apple Pay or something. Yeah. Because it's just freaking ridiculous yeah. how often I lose the physical card. I'm like, sorry. what is that? I know. Okay, sorry. Rant over, but my gosh. Ugh. My gosh. I've been there. Tell me you feel me on this. Yep. Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, this was kind of a fun show. Yeah. Lots of, yeah. Uh, but I think some helpful things. I yeah, think. No, totally. I totally think it can totally and totally, totally. Let me These say totally. These are the types of things time. that like create lasting memories with your children. And just get you yeah, refocused. I totally think so. So go. Why are you picking your lashes, Lauren? I know. No, they're What's bugging me. On? I was She's like pulling her lashes. No, I'm out not right pulling now. them. I'm trying to straighten them out because they just. Okay. I told Sarah I'm like growing them out. I'm letting yes. my extensions go for a little while. Get a breather. And totally, they're coming out, and I look ridiculous with no, like four sparse lashes, and they're just bugging. No, you don't. You look great. All right, guys. Well, we hope you have a fabulous week. As always, please make sure you are following or subscribed wherever you listen to the podcast. You can also reach out to us on Instagram at... Yes, at the Mom Voice Podcast. We are there throughout the week, and that's probably the best way to find us. Say hi, leave any comments, critiques, criticisms that you have. We are there for it. And then also, if you enjoyed the show, we would really, really love it if you would take the time to leave us a quick rating and a review wherever you listen, if you haven't already. And if you would, please share us on your social or even with a family member or a friend. That is obviously the very best way that we grow. Absolutely. All right. Well, anything else, Lauren? That's going to do it for us. That's going to do it, guys. We will be back next Monday with a brand new episode. So we'll see you then. All right. Take care of each other. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. And before you head off to tackle your day, we just want to take a moment and remind you about our Shop the Show feature on our website, themomvoice.com. Head over there to find episode sponsors, products we're loving, gift guides, and a lot of fun things. Again, it's themomvoice.com. Shop the show. All right. Have a great day.